Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Matthew Hussey talks about why you haven't met anyone. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. components to deep and lasting attraction you have chemistry um, perceived value perceived challenge and connection chemistry and connection are basically the same thing although maybe he's talking about physical chemistry in which case sure that's physical compatibility Perceive value, so girl has to see the guy is more valuable than her. All right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, challenge, yup. If the guy is not a pushover, that's that's actually, that's that's uh, really good. And what was the last one? The last one was compatibility, like um, how their personalities are compatible with each other. Okay, sure. Yeah. The reason I like this model is because when you look at this, you can usually see, you can sort of self-diagnose where something may be going wrong. Chemistry is interesting because there's certain, there's a certain intangible there and an unknown there and not, we certainly can't control all of it. But That's right. So chemistry is like, are you genetically compatible effectively? Right? Do you find her attractive and does she find you attractive? Although you can control it in the sense that you can make yourself physically fit. Um, so that would be, you know, working out four times a week, going, going to the gym or whatever it is that you do for exercise, doing something like that. And um, in addition to that, you're, you know, controlling your diet more or less. But we can control some of it. You know, with the way the way that we look, how well we take care of ourselves, the way we move. Oh, I forgot about grooming, of course. You know, just cut your hair into a hairstyle that works, your beard and so on. And, um, you know, make sure you smell good on dates and that sort of thing, of course. That's, that goes without saying. Importantly, is a big factor in chemistry. Oh, I, I forgot about body language as well. Um, when you're walking, okay, you keep your shoulders back. You keep your back upright and you're looking straight forward. The point is you want strong body language. An open chest and open neck shows confidence, right? Shows you're not afraid, which is very important. Mystery, um, which is why you can sometimes see someone in photos and think they're really attractive and then you meet them in real life and you kind of go, oh, weird. <laughs> I don't feel the same way. It's also why you can get back from a date and, and say, oh my God, I just had the this amazing date with this incredibly hot person. And if you show pictures of that person to your friends, they're like, okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, you know, because you, you were there, yeah. you were there. You saw how they move, how they smile, how they, how they gesture, how they, their micro expressions. So, right. These are other things as well. Basically all the tells you have of weakness, they'll hurt you. So don't do those. Simple as that. All right. Shitting time. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications, drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian on Tom M. Share this video, buy my books at bit.ly slash books, and of course, go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the blog.
All right, let's continue. There's certainly things we can do to affect chemistry. Uh, and obviously, you can create tension too, which is a big factor in chemistry. In chemistry. Then there's perceived value. And perceived value is all these things that, that we are and do that bring value to the table. Uh, it might be our personality. Uh, it right. might be the things that we're good at in life. It might be our life. The right. So... The skills you have, the job you have, the money you bring in, the house you have, the car you have, all that is perceived value. Life that we've built um, can sometimes be our friends and family. You know, sometimes you meet right, someone's right, friends right. and family and you go, whoa, this is, what a life this is to come into. They have an amazing group of people around them, so much love, so much. So there's a lot of ways for perceived value to, to manifest itself. Then there's perceived challenge. And the interesting thing about perceived value is it goes down regardless of how many things are in that category if there's no perceived challenge hmm. right absolutely true so if this is the concept of be attractive don't be unattractive so if you're a beta simp doesn't matter what you do girls gonna find you unattractive because you have the tells of a loser right and if you have the tells of a loser then she's not going to be attracted to you. So that's it's very, very important. It's imperative that you cut out the tells, the loser tells, or else you're going to get destroyed. All right, let's continue. And perceived challenge is not uh, the kind of, I don't know, a typical way of thinking about it, I guess would be like hard to get. No, 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 it's not. It's not actually. Um Hard to get is like what, what girls do when they actually aren't interested in the guy. And so they feign that the guy might have a chance in hopes of the guy chasing her so she can get values, uh, sorry, benefits of a boyfriend from the guy without actually giving him anything in return. That's not perceived challenge. Perceived challenge is like, he has multiple friends with benefits. How am I ever going to date this guy? This guy's impossible. He's a bad boy. He's a, he's a guy that sells illicit substances. He's, you know, uh, he's an actor. He's, an, he's a celebrity. He's, uh, you know, that sort of thing. The guy is hard to get. That, uh, he's not playing hard to get. The environment that he's created for himself makes it such that competition is required to get him. He's a valuable commodity. That's what Matthew is describing. It's not, that's a cheap way to create challenge because the problem with hard to get is you can't keep it up forever. The moment you are got, yeah. if someone's, if your attraction was built around the getting, mm. then you can't sustain it. Right. But if the, the, the real beautiful, sustainable way to create challenge is for there to be uh, for your value to have a price. Right, exactly. So, so you get good behavior so long as I get good behavior. You get monogamy so long as I get good treatment. You get benefits as long as I get benefits. That's the principle. Okay, what do you mean? That, that your value doesn't come for free. Your value is something that has to be earned by the, someone showing up in the way you're prepared to show up. That's right. By someone being prepared to make the kind of sacrifices you're prepared to make for someone. Um, by someone giving to you on a level that you're willing to give, respecting you on a level that, that you respect them. 
Um, and also not giving someone too much credit too quickly. That's right. Yep. Yep. Really great descriptions there, Matthew. Really, really great. Yeah. The point is, the person, and this applies to all relationships, not just actual, like, bedroom fun relationships or, you know, relationships that lead to monogamy and marriage and all of that. This applies to all relationships, friendships, your work relationships, all of that. You need to have the attitude of, I give good treatment if I get good treatment. If you're not giving me good treatment, you don't get good treatment. And the way to do that in a workplace is you just stonewall the people that are that are impolite to you, right? If people are impolite or standoffish or rude or whatever, you stonewall them. They don't exist. You treat them as though they don't exist. Uh, you know, you can leave room for hello, right? You can, you can say hello, goodbye, but they have no chance to get to know you, no chance to talk to you, no chance to ask you for favors because you're never there. You, you don't exist in their world. You don't exist because you've chosen not to exist. Same for friendships. If you don't get value out of your friendships, right? If they, they don't provide you with anything that you actually want, then there is no point for this friendship to exist or to continue. Because all it does is hurt you. So, keep that in mind. That's a, a big problem. When we come from a needy place, when we come from a place of insecurity, we start giving people credit they don't deserve yet. I just met them. I just had the most amazing date with the most amazing person. Oh my God, they're incredible. Based on what? Based on how, for, on what basis, what information could you have possibly got on one date that enables you to say this? That's right. You've given them too much credit too quickly. What that means is that her hypergamous, like, like this happens to women a lot, right? The hypergamous filter was triggered. So they feel the guy is better than them in every way. And bam, they're ready for a relationship. But actually, the guy either was lying or wasn't actually, wasn't actually these things. Or, you know, you just, you just had a good performance on that date, right? You, but you can't be sure. You have been seduced by a kind of charm, a charisma maybe, a, the fact that you did something really fun on the date, the fact that they made you laugh a lot, the fact that they told stories about their past that made them relatable or sympathetic or seem really authentic. All of that is great. I'm not, be, I'm not saying be inherently suspicious. I'm saying you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. So on what basis are you giving them all of this value already based on projection and based on insecurity this immediate putting them on a pedestal and putting yourself down here and when right and guys like a lot of men also do this she's the only girl that's ever agreed to go on a date with me therefore she's perfect well no obviously not you don't have any basis to say that because you have no comparison so don't say that because you don't know it what has she done to earn your good behavior she hasn't done anything. So why does she deserve more? She doesn't. Good behavior is earned. Someone smells that. Mm. They don't see an equal anymore. Indeed. And that's, that's what I mean when I say challenge. I don't mean artificially constructing 
games or hoops for people to jump through. I mean that the the criteria you have for someone has to be real. Yeah. It has to be real. Like it's you and I met today for the first time. Really enjoying our conversation. Hope you are too. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, but we don't know each other yet as friends. You don't know if I'd be reliable if you needed something. You don't know if I would show up to support you if something went wrong in your life. You don't know you don't know any of that. So you know, it would be dangerous to go away and make a an assessment on how great of a friend I would be. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You can say he made a good first impression, but I'm still leaving my options open, right? I'm still, you know, trying to see of course logical based on this exchange it what what you would hope in an organic situation is that you and i go this was really really fun we got on really well this was a great conversation i would like to get to know this guy mm. better that would be like it'd be really cool if we could hang out outside of the podcast but it's not i have to be friends with with Ali, you know, like we, ha we I have to because he's a, he's an amazing guy. You know, like yeah, that's that now. That's that's the difference. The difference is, I would like to keep my options open. I would like to know where this is going. I would like to. It's it, effectively it's a test, right? I think this is a good fit, but I don't know. So I'm going to test so that I might know. This is actually my attitude on first dates is exactly this. First date is for determining how many red flags does she have? It's a test. Just like uh, you, you saw Sneeko dating with a, bunch of, with a bunch of girls. What you're doing in those conversations is you're just testing for red flags, right? You're just going to say, what do you do? You know, and she's going to reveal everything or, you know, at least everything that you need to know. You're just listening for red flags. Uh, does she go out and party? Yeah, what does she like to do? Where does she go? What does she do? Who does she hang out with? What are her friends like? And so on. You're just listening in the stories for those things. And if they reveal damning information, you're going to not give the girl a relationship. You're going to give her friends benefits or whatever, right? I, certainly, you're not going to give her a relationship right away, but you get what I'm saying. You disqualify even the potential for such a thing. All right, let's continue. Projection, that's dangerous because that's I'm right. basing that on the fact that you're clearly outwardly a very impressive human and what you've achieved, what you've done is very impressive. And you seem to have had a really amazing kind of impact on a lot of people. And those are all amazing things. Those are amazing things in their own right. It's not about devaluing those. But... I have no idea what your value would be as a friend mm. until we try being friends. Yeah, that's right. And the mistake people make in dating commonly is they look at someone's stats. Yeah. How charming were they? How charismatic were they? How successful are they? Um, you know, where are they in their life? What kind of person do they seem to be? This is what women do. But none of that exists in relation to, to you. That's all just you admiring. Yeah, but for women, love and admiration 
all the same thing. So women necessarily need that full love. It's just a lot of women don't have humility, which means they don't understand their own value in relation to that value. They don't understand. Okay, I've been on a date with this guy, but does he actually want to date me or does he just want to sleep with me? Considering what I've achieved. Is my end count high? Have I had many previous partners? Am I too old? Am I not in shape? And so on. These are things that women need to consider if, if they want to be with a man of value, right? Am, was, was I rude? Was I standoffish? Did I embarrass him in public? And so on. What this person has or is, but none of it says this person's going to be a great boyfriend or a great girlfriend. None of it says they're going to be loyal. None of it says they're going to be reliable. None of it says That's they're right. going to be a great teammate. All it says is this person seems on these metrics to be attractive. And in any relationship, you have to go through four, for, in terms of importance, you have to go through four stages. One is admiration. Right. <laughs> That's just where I can Absolutely. see someone and admire them from a, either up close or afar. Wow. This That's, yeah, men don't really have this admiration thing for girls. It's more like, I can see that she's not sketchy. It's more like that as opposed to admiration. But women definitely have the admiration thing. That's, that's for sure. Admiration is m maybe the top thing for, for a girl to actually be with a guy. And when I say admiration, I mean the guy should be better than her in every single way. Taller, stronger, fitter, faster, makes more money, more friends, better friends, etc. You name it person's pretty impressive and attractive not very important in the stages not important yeah necessary but not important yeah then there's a uh, uh, connection or chemistry the you, both you need you know the, that's the next stage of do we feel connected to each other and is there a kind of chemistry mm. all right now it's slightly more important because now it becomes mutual so by the way Notice, for a girl to admire you, you have to be better than her. So that means you need to be the kind of guy that works on himself a lot, right? You can't just sit there on the couch eating Cheetos and expect women to admire you. No, you go out and earn that admiration. You earn that respect. You earn that love indirectly right? You earn it by being who you are. It's the, the life that you have that is respectable, right? Okay, let's continue. Yeah. Now it's not just me admiring you, it's, oh, there's something between us. Yeah. Not important. Because necessary, yeah. but not important. How many people have ruined their lives over the fact that they had chemistry with someone? Even when that person was a terrible partner, a terrible person to base their, their decisions on. The next stage is uh, commitment. Okay, I admire you. We have mutual chemistry and connection. And we're both actually saying yes to each other. Mm. I deal with people every day where they have this stage. Yep. But that person isn't saying yes. They're saying, yeah, I, I'd like to see you this Friday at 11 yeah, this this they're saying I'll see you for twenty minutes on a Wednesday, but they're not they're not actually giving commitment. 
That's that's where a lot of women are stuck. They they get a guy. They think that because they're friends with benefits, they have a chance to be his girlfriend, and they don't because of certain behaviors they choose to do. Right. The clock. But they're not saying yes to an actual relationship. So you need commitment to go to the next stage of importance. But many people are treating something like it has total importance, even though they're only at the second stage. So you need a yes. You need commitment. Now you would say if you've got that, that's the most important thing you can have. You've got someone you admire. You've got someone you have a connection with and chemistry, and you've got someone who is committed. It would seem like that was everything, but that. Kind of idea—is it Virgil? Love conquers all. Love does not conquer all.、Mm. Two people saying yes to each other doesn't doesn't make for a long term、yeah. relationship. You also have to have the fourth stage of importance, which is compatibility.、Yeah. Are you actually compatible? Because if you're not, you can say yes, I want to be with you. Yes, I'm committed. But that lack of compatibility will show up in ways that will make both of you miserable. Well, what do you mean by compatibility? It could be anything. It could be、uh, my idea of a good time is staying home watching movies, and yours is constantly traveling around the world.、Yeah. Right, and therefore incompatible. It could be your idea of a good time is going out and drinking and doing drugs, and I don't want to live that life.、Yeah. And we've both said yes to each other, but. That you know, our idea of what is a good life is completely different, or our idea of loyalty is completely different. Your idea of loyalty is that I don't have sex with anyone. My idea of loyalty is that you don't emotionally cheat on me in the texts you send. Yeah, you know that we've both said yes to each other. We have admiration, connection, com- commitment, and yet I am miserable、yeah. because of what your definition of loyalty is. So compatibility is: Do we both want to live the same kind of life, and and do our values line up, and do we both have the same idea? Two people can say I value kindness, but we can have very different standards for what kindness actually means. Indeed. And if one person isn't being kind in the way that the other person is okay with, then it leads to misery. Of course, yeah, sure. So. Without that stage, so many things go wrong. My, what what I mean to say with all of this is that we lose our value in dating when we stop paying attention to the appropriate level of importance at different stages. If you take stage two, I found someone I have a connection with. As the be-all, end-all, and the thing that you martyr yourself in service of, you lose all your value. You you are now the person who spends a lifetime、uh, accepting really poor treatment from someone because every time you see them, it's amazing. You don't understand when we're together. It's so good. It's so incredible. They're so there for me. The the sex is amazing. The chemistry is amazing. We have such amazing conversations. What's the problem? I haven't heard from them in two weeks. Yeah, that's right. That would be a friends of benefits, and the girl doesn't want a friends of benefits, but it doesn't matter. That's what she has. But Matt, you don't understand. The connection is incredible. You don't under- like this. This is really important to me. Why? Why? Because you 
you have miscalculated the value of stage two. And when you do that, you lose your value because someone realizes your value, what you're willing to give has no price. It's free. It does not need to be earned. So your perceived challenge drops. And when you're perceived, when there's no challenge to you, when someone realizes your value has no price, then you lose respect and you, and you end up losing real value as a result, which is crazy. But I know it all sounds kind of heady, but it, you know, it really, this stuff is real. Whether you, whether, when someone, there'll be people listening to this, guaranteed, there'll be someone in the comments who says, oh, does it all need to be so difficult? Can't you just be yourself? And the answer is no, because you may not be doing the things that make you confident or that show your real value. You should. Yeah. So when they say just be yourself, they don't mean just be yourself. They mean be the best, strongest, most competitive, most powerful version of yourself and proudly be that. But that is not the same thing as just be yourself. Two totally different things. Shouldn't be uh, someone you're not. Mm. But people define being themselves as holding on to all of their the things that make them make bad decisions or That's that right. make them... Uh, their trauma or the things that they haven't healed or the things that make them chase after someone who will ruin their life. That's not being yourself. That's, that's not healing. That's not doing the things that are that's necessary right. for you to attract a much more quality version of connection and love in your life. So the reason that I've geeked out on all of this stuff is because the consequences of ignoring what I'm saying are a life of suffering. That's exactly Right. The consequences of not knowing human nature, especially as a man, and not knowing female nature and not knowing what you're supposed to do is a lifetime of suffering, which is actually why I have this YouTube channel, right? Like, why do I spend 400 videos talking about red flags? There's a reason why. It's because you need to know it so that you don't get destroyed. I'm trying to save you from a lifetime of misery, effectively. All right. Let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M. Just click more in the link in the video description. Share this video. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Books. And of course, go to my Patreon and subscribe. Patreon.com slash The Blog. Thank you so much for listening, especially if you listen to the end. Really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.